Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Sports Luck. Today is our MLS restart preview show. I guess that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, we have a couple special guests on that I'm going to introduce in a second. I do want to say to start, uh, unwritten rules in baseball don't exist. They're stupid. Or, or I mean, they do exist, but they're stupid as hell. And like Fernando Tatis Jr. can 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 swing away on a 3-0 pitch because he's Fernando Tatis Jr. So like all these boomers that are trying to say that like unwritten rules are a thing, just shut up. So that that's that's my that's my baseball rant for like 10 seconds. Um, uh, we have a really, really good show uh, ahead. Um, we're going to obviously talk everything in terms of the restart. Uh, Mike is going to be leading this week. We don't have Jason or Noah because they don't know enough about the MLS. So it wasn't worth them trying to dissect teams that they just don't know who they are. Uh, but we do have a couple people to introduce. So uh, Donnie or, or uh, Thomas, one of you can, uh, whoever wants to start can start. Sure, I'll go first. Um, I'm Thomas. I uh, graduated from the University of Maryland with a chemistry degree, and uh, I've been just sitting around and watching a lot of sports recently. And so, favorite uh, team, or, or like, or like team that you support? Yeah, my favorite MLS team is the Seattle Sounders. So, uh, two-time champions, current champions, things are going good. And then, obviously, uh, Donnie, uh, please, please introduce yourself to everyone. Sure. Uh, hey guys, I'm Donovan Pines. I play for DC United currently. This is my second season. I went to University of Maryland for about three years. I left my junior year to go pro. Uh, that was my that's last year uh, until now. It's my sophomore year in the league, and you know I'm living the dream. I'm having a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully uh, we get to a, a championship this season. Yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, so for those that don't know, so me and Donnie are really good friends because for some weird reason, for our freshman orientation overnight program, we ended up being roommates, and it was, was just so the strange, the strangest thing, but we. We ended up, you know, talking to each other there and then slowly became friends after that. And now Donnie's absolutely killing it. Also, 2018 national champion for Maryland men's soccer, which was a great Oh, game. yeah. I, I love that little blurb out. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I will include it because that's like one of the high points of my Maryland career as a fan, other okay. than like the, you know, like the men's team winning a game. But yeah, so uh, 2018 yeah. national champion did score a goal in the, was it the College Cup semifinal against Indiana? Yeah. I was yep. going to, I was thinking, I, I was considering analyzing the goal celebration um, oh my goodness <laughs> if you had it up here oh, i would dissect it with you man <laughs> quick, quick it was it, it was a good celebration it was a little bit a little bit clunky but a good celebration in total yeah you know i i, I was realizing that i was you know such a big human being that i didn't i needed to make sure that i wouldn't hit anybody when i was doing my whatever it was so that's <laughs> well it doesn't matter fine. because you guys ended up winning so exactly that, that's, so, the, that's yeah. the only thing that matters in the end but uh the icing so, on the cake yeah so so, Mike, uh, we have we have a lot of interesting things to uh, to talk about. Obviously, we have someone, a current MLS player, on here, so we do have some perspective with what's going on in the league. Um, uh, if you want to start, or um, if if I, I know we kind of talked about it pre-pod, but uh, do you want to talk about like the bubble a little bit because the MLS is back tournament yes. is up? Yeah, no, I did want to uh, start off with that actually uh, because you know uh, we did have sports back, like the first ounce of sports we had back was the MLS uh, earlier about a month ago now more than that about uh, 
What's that? I said it was July 8th, so it was like a month ago. Yeah, so a little more than a month ago. So that was very exciting. It was like, you know, beat out all the major, other major sports and finally uh, had some uh, – the only thing to watch live was MLS soccer uh, for the uh, – in the country at the time. So I definitely uh, want to touch on my personal opinion. I thought it was a major success. I thought very uh, – you know, the competition uh, may not have been to what – we would have expected to see mid-season form but uh that was to be expected but i did want to uh start talking about uh what everyone else's opinions on the bubble and uh their experience as they uh watched and dissected uh all the matches and getting to see soccer games played at 9 a.m which i will admit i did miss uh one of those matches because i just couldn't wake up that early being a new york city fc supporter uh but how about alex what do you think uh how so, you would uh, describe dissect everything? So um, I do want to say it was. Um, so I'm a. Uh, I'm both a, a DC United fan um, and a Union fan. I guess more of a Union fan in terms of actual like you know like relation to where I am. So I'm in South Jersey. So the Union mm-hmm. are the closest MLS team. Uh, they had a really good tournament, which I was really happy about. Andre Blake played out of his mind, um, yeah. which just shows that he's the best, in, in my opinion, the, one of the best, if not the best, goalkeeper in the MLS right now. Um, mm-hmm. I thought overall it was a really really good tournament. Um, I thought it was well they played it i mean they did have to well i don't know i'm trying to think if fc dallas was kicked out before or while they were actually there but i know or fc dallas and nashville didn't play a single game yeah they, okay. yeah. they just started they, playing now each other because they didn't play yeah so they got to uh they got to the dolphin hotel and they had to be sent back because they had too many guys you know under uh you know the virus and then nashville got there started training then they just more players started to get the virus and then they just said just go home yeah 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 so that so that wasn't good but i'm glad that they were able to i'm glad that everything worked out um i thought it was a really really powerful statement that what they did at the beginning in the first game uh uh with uh with with black lives matter and i think it was donnie was it it was eight minutes and 46 seconds you guys stood on the field right yeah approximately it was that amount of time yeah, yeah and that i mean that must have been like i i guess for you that was that that was there and was a part of it that 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 must have been an insane thing to go through but i thought that it was a really powerful statement for the viewer from my perspective watching it um i think but I, I think that they did a really really good job they made the best of what they could inside the bubble um i thought that it was great that the well they figured out how to actually make the camera work with the advertisements so the advertisements didn't look as clunky as they did in the first few games but i liked how even though it was in one place in disney um they still were able to have like the local advertisements from both clubs that were playing on the field at the same time uh which i thought was really cool um, and I, I just felt like the entire thing, I, it, it was a good vibe overall. It seemed like the players were really, um, like trying to, um, to get back into that form and play their hardest. Uh, and I, I think overall it was a good product and I think that it helps, uh, kind of set the stage for what's going to be, um, uh, an exciting restart and exciting end to the regular season, even though there's going to be 18 matches, but still. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so, um, I thought from a New York city standpoint, unfortunately, I mean, I was just glad to get into the 16. Uh, that was very, I don't, I mean, I don't personally don't think they deserve to get in, but there, that was just they a stroke it. of luck watching that Houston LA game. I was just like chilling out, just having it on in the background and mm-hmm. just to see, uh, see, and I think, I believe it was L- like Houston was winning the game for the most of it. And then LA, uh, 
got a late goal uh, very late, um, might have been in extra time, uh, and they're able to tie it. And it was so funny just to not see any of them get in uh, mm. because of that. But um, overall, I think there were sparks of them of seeing how the how the team played comparative to last year. Uh, it, um, but for the most part, I think they were relatively inconsistent, and unfortunately, uh, you know, didn't get a good result against Portland. Mm. Uh, but um, as far as yeah, definitely. Um, I was trying to when I watched because I watched the first game, uh, Orlando and Miami, and uh, the pregame with as you mentioned, everyone uh, uh, you know taking a knee for eight min eight minutes and uh, forty six seconds, and seeing uh, I didn't realize uh, they were taking a knee for a prolonged period of time, and I didn't realize what they were going for, and I thought that was a very huge statement, and I think the MLS kind of being like I said, they were like the first to get back on the field and being the first to have to uh, make a public viewing of the Black Lives Matter support and also talking it over during halftime and seeing all the, every uh, all these other players and coaches in the league uh, speaking towards it was uh, very empowering to see. Um, and I thought they covered it very, very well. Uh, but uh, from if anyone, if uh, Donnie or uh, Tom wanted also to give their points on uh, what they saw like over the last month and what they thought, like, you know, the bubble in itself, uh, how it was uh, conducted and also the performances they've seen. Uh, either one could take the floor. Yeah, so I thought it was good that teams came out kind of ready to play for the most fact. Uh, I like watching the Premier League restart. There was a lot of like stale games. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of draws or one nothing, especially early on. Odds. Yeah, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of very competitive games, but mm-hmm. started MLS's back tournament. The first game, Miami and Orlando, it was two one with Orlando uh, having a comeback, and all throughout there was a lot of goals being scored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it was just it was interesting to watch the entire time. I think in you know the beginning of these games, you could see uh, the level was it was trying to get high, but you know you gotta remember. It's the, the heat that influenced a lot of the guys. And so you could see that after maybe, you know, 25 minutes into the game, people are gassed. And you can just see the expressions on people's faces, the players, and even, like, the coaches are just drenched in sweat. And it's just, like, it's it's kind of crazy. That heat was, like, pretty intense uh, when we first got there. Uh, but as, you know, the tournament went on, we could uh, actually see the play start to come out for each team. And, you know, we could see um, who was the capable team um, at the time. Now we're to exiting the bubble to move towards like kind of what baseball is doing right now and having to now we have to start looking at traveling and now we have to start exposing players potentially more to the virus Donnie mm-hmm. you, you being a player and being uh, having to uh, go into this go into these uh, di- go into this different climate uh, and different uh, atmosphere than you were used to then uh, in Disney how are, what are your thoughts towards that do you feel comfortable and um, what are the measures you're gonna have to take moving into this different climate yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of, for me, a lot of uncertainty when we started training um, before the MLS's back tournament. So, because yeah. um, a couple guys actually got the, you know, COVID disease, and I, I'm not allowed to say who, but, you know, I was yeah. really, really scared because during those weeks preparing, we had to come in and do individualized sections, like maybe five players.
players at 10, five players at uh, 11.30, you know, and we don't know who's touching the balls, who's touching the sides, who's touching the cones, you know, and, you know, it could easily spread. And so I was concerned about, you know, my well-being and me just performing at a high level when I train and just being cautious of uh, what I'm touching and, you know, what's going on uh, and, and like, and stuff like that. Sorry. Um, And I was just really, really concerned at the time. Um, And then as we kept going um, into the tournament and we got on the plane, we took a charter. I was really kind of, you know, skeptical in the fact that, you know, we're taking a plane, but, you know, everything was sanitized. They took everything really seriously. Uh, I felt really protected. The flight attendants were wearing, you know, double masks and uh, some face shields too. So I felt really uh, safe when I got into the airplane and, um, you know, it was just like, you really had to, you know, be really tight as, as a, as a big human. I'm just like, I gotta make sure I just, you know, don't, don't go too far. Just stay within my boundaries and uh, stay in my zone kind of thing. So it's a really different experience when you're, you're traveling and uh, you don't have as much freedom as you're used to. Uh, You just feel like you're in a, you're, you're isolated, you know, you're in a box, but um, everyone, everyone's in the same box though. That's the thing, but they're in their own box, but they just Mm -hmm. have to take care of their self themselves and you have to take take care of yourself. Uh, Donnie, I was curious. I don't know if we talked about it earlier, but um, uh, because I know that we brought up the Black Lives Matter um, uh, demonstrations that the MLS did and that and, and that you and, and everyone else, um, uh, you know, like in the league was a part of when, like, how did you find out about what they were planning on doing with the opening game and what they were planning on doing as the as the tournament went on? Like, like how did they, right. how did like the team or how did the league kind of present that to you guys and tell you like this is what was going to happen? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. So basically we have a Black Lives Matter or Black um, Players Union and uh, we meet, you know, every Thursday or, um, you know, every week to discuss, you know, what's going on in MLS, uh, you know, for us Black players and um, what's going on in each team and make sure everyone's held accountable. And we have, you know, different representatives of each team. Um, for us, it's a, a guy named Earl Edwards. And so he's an associate uh, on the board for that um, Black Players Union for us. Mm-hmm. And so he told us about the... Um, the meet or uh, the protest on the field when we got there um, in Florida and he told us what we were doing um, and we were all on board with everything and everyone said let's do it even our coach or our assistant coach he said I'll do it as well and so that was pretty cool to have him a part of the, um, the protest as well so that was pretty fun and it was just it was just really really fun to be a part of that because uh, for me it's good to see a lot of other black players in the league come together as like a coalition and you know we, we just talk to each other and make sure we're doing okay and it's just a good it was just a good reassurance of just who we are and as a culture and as just people of color and so it was really cool to see everybody um and it was not you know it's not just you know you know black people you know from you know africa there's more you know hispanic people um who are you know um, of, of color and descent and so it was kind of cool to see them also partake in this event as well so it was really cool to get everybody empowered in the fact that we're all fighting for the same movement and it was really it was really a, a, a good experience uh, yeah that's a good point like i think it's really cool you know obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in the world but i think it's also just to be a part of something and also just to connect with other people and whether it's you know we're all obviously a part of a movement and trying to promote change and but i think it's also a a good thing to note of the connections that are being made and possible maybe even friendships that are being made and mm-hmm. uh, definitely good points uh, uh, you're making there. Um, so as far as, uh, so it looks like what we have uh, on set, we have three different phases that the MLS is doing and they're, uh, you know, 
know, looks like we're trying to get 18 games in in a very small window. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at the schedule, the games are, you know, we're used to uh, games being about a week apart. Uh, sometimes, you know, with uh, multiple weeks of uh, uh, of time off. Now, with these games that are maybe three games in a, a week, how do we all think that play is going to be affected? Will it be affected? Will it possibly maybe be better because you know everyone's going uh you know playing soccer all the you know almost three games a week uh for the next you know couple weeks we're looking here uh i mean um you know one team's got like a game thursday and then monday and then saturday versus you know week to week or maybe even more than that how do we think play may be affected because of that during this 18 game sprint it seems like so the mls has always had a problem with week week uh, weeknight games or games in between the middle of the week uh especially when they involve long amounts of travel i think cross cross country weekday games it's rare that the away team ever wins them uh it's a lot of losses and then a few draws so i think when people are traveling fairly long distances and when you compare it to other european leagues i think uh, if you look at like sporting kansas city all of their travel distances that they're going to have to go are longer than the longest trip uh, between like newcastle and bournemouth that it was in the premier league so travel is going to be a, a big issue on how how play weighs so games might not be as exciting as they were in the bubble yeah i was gonna say i guess on top of that um it's i, I don't like it, it kind of reminds me of of like a college soccer season so like in a college soccer season you're playing uh donnie how many games you did did like like how many games like a normal college season in terms of like regular season i think it was like Twenty, twenty-five, twenty, twenty. Yeah. I think twenty-five. And you guys are playing that in a span of like basically like like three months, if that. Yeah, about yeah, yeah basically. Mm-hmm. So it's so and it's plus, the, yeah, so it's the same sort of concept here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I, I definitely kind of have that same feel. Like it's it's funny because like the baseball season now as it is feels like a college baseball season because every game matters just that much more. And this is kind of gonna feel like a college soccer season where there's a lot of games that are condensed into a shorter amount of time. So usually like, yeah. like they'll play like, like three game, three matches in a week and there'll be a couple of days separation between them. So I, that's like, I, I think it'll come down more to a, something like that. I don't know if that's going to result in more injuries and things of the sort. Uh, but I guess in my mind, when you're like looking at the schedule, kind of how it is now, like that's the kind of vibe that it gives me. The schedule's so long. Like it goes from like March to October. Do you think you could possibly see I mean, not that the MLS is going to do this, but maybe would it be preferred to have a more condensed schedule or do we like the March to October? Now everything's spread out. You know, there's other competition that some players go off to during the season. Um, could we, or would we rather see like what we're seeing now, like a more very condensed and get all the games in at a more quicker time and have more of an off season uh, rather than uh, such a long uh, season from start to finish. But just quickly, I prefer like the Premier League type schedule where it's like they rarely play a midweek game and the majority of the games are on the weekend. I just I just like that uh, more. Like it, it's 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 definitely a lot on players, especially to see um, you know you know like to have to play so many games in a certain week. I, I just like having like you know like waking up on like a Saturday or I guess like with the Prem, you know, waking up on like a Sunday or Saturday morning and then just waking up to games and like mm-hmm. and like with the MLS it would be the same kind of thing but you know it's like uh, waking up
up and then getting ready for like a 1 p.m. game or uh, 4 or 8, something like that. So I, I like that better personally. Mm-hmm. I think the good thing about uh, this, you know, stretch of 18 games is that they're all coming very quick and in succession. So you're going to get a lot of players playing a lot of minutes. And so then you're going to get a lot of, you know, young guys or players that haven't played a lot, they're going to be playing. So a lot of people are going to get, you know, their shots to play. So um, that's one thing that's good for what's what's going on right now for um, the MLS season at the moment. Okay, so obviously we know what's going on. We know we have a virus going on now. The MLS commissioner has come out to say that they are open to having fans in select markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for the first phase, it seems like almost... I mean, well, we did have fans uh, for the FC Dallas and Nashville game. Uh, I was not... Did you, hear about, did you hear about that, what happened there? Yeah, that was... We yeah. did. We can, we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, that, was, did, that was disgusting. We did have fans booing in the stands as players were kneeling and um, that was very that was tough it's definitely tough to see definitely I don't know what the MLS – I don't know if you've heard anything about what the MLS may do in that case, mm-hmm. uh, if they're doing anything. But, like, that was very tough to see. Um, just, yeah, it's just, like, it's very hard to see. But, yeah. like, I'm glad that Reggie Cannon spoke out to say something about what happened, just so people understand that he's being hurt in a way that is affecting everybody. But mm-hmm. the fans should know that we've been, you know, trying to fixate what we're doing in these, you know, non violent protests and we're doing we've been doing this for you know four months five months yeah. five months now and yeah. like they should know and they don't you know it's just it's disrespectful to the players to the team to the whole organization to the other team it's just like no understand absolutely and i mean to not and also like what were there like only like three thousand people there yeah and uh and I don't know. I don't know who. It, it was in Texas, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah, Texas. What a state. Uh, <laughs> no, no was... Donnie, you don't have to say that. I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, amen, amen, amen. Uh, the response by by Dallas was was interesting in the, the second game, the one that just happened on Sunday. They um, were going to have the players stay in the locker room for the national anthem they weren't going to come out at all yeah um but that that one kind of got missed off because the game got like a two-hour rain delay so there weren't any fans really in the stands by the time the game got started up again Mm. um but they kind of just tried to do it in the kind of push the issue away by having no fans out sorry they're not having any of the players out yeah i guess from the way that i think about it so i think i mean going back to like what the original intent of kneeling for the flag is that started with kaepernick a couple years ago he originally he originally sat the bench to, for, for the national anthem and then a green beret who went on espn and talked about this said that it would be more respectful to do this in a way where you kneel instead of sitting the bench so i, I don't get why these people are getting angry at, at what at what kneeling is doing and what these protests are doing because this has been going on for a while now and this is not the first time that it's happened but players keep getting ostracized due to it i mean kaepernick got ostracized from the nfl Bruce Maxwell, the catcher from the uh, uh, from oh. the athletics when he did it in the MLB, got ostracized by the league. And I don't get why it's taken until now, until until what happened with George Floyd and all the protests that have happened since then. I don't get why it's taken until now for people to, you know, like to get behind this or, or, or create even more polarized views one way or another.
another about it because like let the players protest if they want to protest they can protest i don't see the problem with that if a player doesn't want to there's a reason why they don't want to and there's a reason why a guy wants to like that happened in the nba bubble there were there were guys that did it and guys that didn't do it so it i just don't like like for me it just makes me angry that people are opposing are, are like so radically opposed to this and that this is some disrespectful thing to the flag i have my own opinions on what the national anthem is and i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna put that on here but i, I just think that like people there's a right to protest that's in the constitution of the united states the right to protest and i i like these aren't hurting anyone um i mean people can think that they're hurtful but in my opinion i don't really think that it's they're standing up for something people are that that protest are standing up for something that they believe in and i'm 100 percent for that and 100 percent respect it yeah, it's like with uh, people's views towards uh, the virus, like people who well, the corny you know, are very cautious, are very cautious <laughs> and wear a mask and sanitize and completely isolate themselves. And then people who no virus. <laughs> don't wear a mask and there is no virus. It's a political Garbage. conspiracy theory and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like, 4G. It's 4G. It's 5G. Exactly. 5G. <laughs> Like just so whatever dumb. you believe in, you can go about your day and you can, you know, make your own, uh, you know, you are in control of yourself. You can, how, if you travel more than say other people, then fine. That's just show the respect and don't show any disrespect to anybody else. And, you know, that's kind of similar here. Like just, you know, people are going to protest. People may not want to protest and people kneel for the national anthem. People may not kneel for the national anthem, but everyone, you know, to everyone has to like how like you're saying you know respect one another and you know and if you don't want no to see it don't show up to the game like don't show up to a game and boo people for boo people because they're not doing something that yeah you, if you, that something or maybe they're doing something that you don't agree with yeah yeah if right. you don't want to see it if you don't want to see it don't buy tickets and don't show up because someone else is going to exactly. buy those same tickets and sit in your seat <laughs> exactly that's a good way to put it it's no. not that it's not that hard of a concept people are just people right. just like to be politically divisive in these times mm-hmm. especially like in like yeah, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about soccer, though, because, like, well, back to the good suck. stuff. <laughs> we, are, we are here to talk about soccer. Sports are back, gentlemen. It is great yeah, to sports see. Have been back. Um, I know, but like still, but like, still, like but I mean, we're still not getting in. We need to get back into the stands. So to go back to what this whole conversation was to be about was getting fans back in the stands. And what do we think about? Would you go to a game right now? Obviously, some people have to actually play in these games. But as far from a fan perspective. How do we feel? Because I know uh, uh, ticket representatives are calling in and um, asking fans or giving out surveys. Like, do you feel comfortable about buying, going to games? Like, because they're trying to figure, they're trying to make their own own decisions on whether or not to open it up to fans and having to pay uh, employees to come into work and sell concessions and all that, and what the procedures are going to be. As I know, it's a lot. Uh, organizations are looking at. I'm sure. Uh, you know, Audi Field uh, representatives are looking into how they are going to bring fans back into Audi Field, which I can't wait to go to a game eventually. Audi Field is so nice. What are our thoughts <laughs> on fans coming back into uh, these markets? I know, I think for for the most part, Phase One, it looks like fans aren't going to be allowed back, uh, but potentially be back in the stands. And what are our would we go to a game? And what are our uh, points that we may want to discuss here? Hmm. I mean, maybe I don't know. I'm just like fine. With just watching games on TV. <laughs> like, uh, so you're waiting for a vaccine? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's still it's still a very fluid situation. Like we could have like another dramatic rise in cases like that. So like right. like this oh, like we're sure. not even close to being over. So honestly, I'm just I'm I'm kind of just if fine with. Was, hey, wait, if what? there was a way to keep everyone socially distant and like and and like they've been trying that at USL championship games. They've you know like you yeah, know, I was like, gonna say they did try that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In markets where it allows, they've done that, um, and it seems to be pretty successful so far, which I like. Um, I also like, you know, like if there's if there's no fans in the stands, then like it, it, in my mind, it makes me think of like because I was thinking back to the tournament, and I was like, yo, those 9 a.m. games make me like remind me of um of like Wimbledon every year when like Wimbledon is at oh. like Wimbledon starts at like seven, mm-hmm. and um yeah. uh and it's like and it's just like nice to wake up to watch it, and I know that's probably not gonna happen in the MLS, um but like like I'm I mean I'm fine with just watching it on TV, like like in, in, until until a safer situation comes. I'm fine with watching it on TV for the foreseeable future. Tom, would you go to a game if they allowed you? I personally wouldn't go to a game uh, right now. Um, like, I, I just thinking about my own safety. Uh, I'm not yeah. opposed to other people being able to go to games as long as they have the correct procedures in place. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I watched some of the, the FC Dallas Nashville games, and it looked like the fans in the stands were, were pretty spread out. I mean, yeah. says, yeah. that's going to be a bit easier at the bigger stage stadiums like mm-hmm. century link field uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, the, when the revolution play or <laughs> atlanta united but uh it, it's possible at some of the smaller ones so i mean i, those, I wouldn't stop anyone from going right? those big places and those like like i've been to i've personally been to atlanta and mercedes-benz yeah. that place is insane yeah it's like i can imagine that like that's a fun place to play i can imagine and that, uh, i couldn't hear anybody when i played it was, yeah. it, was, it, was it was loud yeah, like I haven't heard someone. Oh man, I got I'd throw the ball in, yeah, and they're just like, Yo, Donovan, you suck. And I was like, Damn, that guy, and he seemed so close, but he was actually super far. But <laughs> like, I see Atlanta fan, yeah, yeah, Atlanta fan. And I was yeah, like, I mean, like, Dang, I was like, of course, I didn't like, I didn't turn around, I'd throw the ball, in. right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That was that's a crazy stadium to play. It's it's awesome, crazy. Fans ever before like like they mentioned your they would say your name maybe, but like have they mentioned anything? I know Alex tells me about these all these Maryland games. Oh, the Maryland soccer games are something. Thomas knows about it. The Maryland soccer games are something else. And like saying all these weird like personal stuff. That how do these people know me that well? (laughs) (laughs) Is is that a thing in the MLS? Have you experienced that? I don't. I mean, sometimes like there was one time I was playing and Bill was making some crazy saves, Bill Hamid. And they're like, mm-hmm. Bill, Hamid, Bill, Bill, Hamid. I mean, that was that's the only chant that they would say at Audi Field. And it yeah. was just like and it and it was it was loud too, because it was, you know, double of I guess fans at Maryland. So it was like yeah. all over the um it was like I think it was like Friday night lights kind of thing. I think I think we were playing the crew or something. Uh-huh. It was it was pretty wild. But uh <laughs> I am sure I'm seen, sure that you've heard, heard some weird chirps at Maryland, right? <laughs> they what? I was, I was gonna say I'm sure that people have said some weird things. Me, me included. Oh, like. oh, hundred percent. Are you kidding? <laughs> Oh my gosh! This Maryland games are toxic. Stuff, yeah, like, I can't, I can't say it on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no we're pretty, not gonna repeat it. It's yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty deep stuff, and I'm just like, what did I just hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck is going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- Tom, Thomas, once they get the Skippy inside of them, it just, it's just, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's a whole nother level. Rolling thunder. I have not yet to experience anything like that at MLS games. I mean, I know supporter section can be pretty rowdy, but <laughs> we're. Oh. we're 
we're just like, <laughs> yeah, we have no standards. No, no. Well, there is the standard, and like anything below that is just apparently <laughs> not where to go. Good. <laughs> That's good, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's get into what our you know we have a season two in front of us here. What are our predictions? What are our could we see any possible maybe sleeper teams that we're not no one else is really thinking about that could maybe uh, be uh, in high contention come uh, October November time uh, when we get into uh, some playoffs we have an 18 team playoff it just keeps se- like it just keeps seeming that the Ex- playoffs just keep getting bigger and bigger what? more and more expansion like, yeah exactly the we MLS got can't Austin stop. FC coming we got a team coming to Charlotte that even in the airport they're like saying Oh, welcome to Charlotte International Airport, home to your Charlotte Hornets, uh, Carolina Panthers, and a new MLS Charlotte FC. It's like, wow, the hype is here already. (laughs) So we got a team coming to Sacramento. It's like we keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And hey, it's kind of, you know, I love to see it for the league. So just just grow to 40 and then make like an MLS B and then just do like promotion and relegation. That's what I'm I'm thinking they may do. They may do that. I could see it. Yeah. You can see that. All right. Cool. I mean, I, don't know, I can see a lot of things, but yeah. <laughs> but, Let's uh, get into uh, anybody want to pull out some hot takes with any sleeper teams? Maybe I think we we already have seeing a sleeper team emerging in Orlando City. Um, that is a good point. Yes. Orlando City has not made the playoffs at all through their entire existence uh, in the MLS, even though it, it's been relatively short. But uh, they were they were a surprise in making years. it all the way to the finals of the MLS's back. And I don't know if it's that they were close to home. They had some kind of home field advantage there. but Because yeah, they really played there before. That used to be their home field at some point. They're yeah, used it, to the heat. They're used to the heat, too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really yeah. shocking for, for a team that's been bad to meet mediocre uh in the league so i think this could be if they continue off of their success run with it and i mean uh, looking at their group uh of teams that are going to be playing for the first first couple of games we've got um atlanta who are struggling right now they haven't scored a goal in right. in the three games of the MLS's back and also before that uh in the CONCACAF champions league they also went without a goal in two games against uh club america um so and they've got uh, a new coach coming in no joseph martinez anymore because he's injured so they've got holes to fill in the offense so they they could be a little bit weaker than they have been the past couple of seasons Mm -hmm. you've also got inter miami they're going to be playing a lot too who are awful right now uh they're not good (laughs) but they are they have made signings um and and they're looking to make more i think yeah blaze matweedy they got him and they also signed him uh with targeted allocation money instead of a designated player spot really? so that means, yeah so that means they can go out and they still have a third designated player spot open so they can still go out on the transfer market and try to get some more attacking threat but right now they seem weak as well and then also i think they're going to be playing uh nashville a decent amount who's also another expansion team uh who doesn't really have any attacking threat so i think orlando should be able to get a lot of wins and a lot of points in that group and they should be able to make it into the playoffs for the first time 
kind of thing. Um, so I agree with Orlando. I definitely agree with Orlando. I think that Orlando is an up and coming team. Nani is like 40 or how old is Nani? He's, I was going to say, he, wait, is he in his forties or is he in his like mid thirties? I think mid thirties. But like, he's, he's a God. To, yeah. He's close. I think he's close to maybe a little bit younger than Wayne. I don't know. He, he, but he, he looked really, really good uh, in that tournament. Yeah. And um, Orlando came out of nowhere. And also crazy scenes from their fans. I don't know what kind of like drive-in thing that they had going on, but like they had some like uh, uh, flares going on all over the place. They were going absolutely crazy. And it just seemed like they were having a lot of fun. Um, and, and I think right. that like uh, for the supporter section that they've created, I think that they do deserve a playoff run. And I, I think that they will take the success of what's going on so far and will kind of run with that moving forward. I'm trying to think of like some like other possible sleeper. Team. I, I think Minnesota is a sleeper team. Minis- yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Minnesota is, is up and coming. They a couple turfs on that team, too. Yeah, Minnesota had, had a really good year last season, but they got ousted in the first round of the playoffs by the LA Galaxy and Slotin, but uh they're gonna they're they're even better this year uh so they should be able to make it further in the playoffs yeah um yeah. And, and i mean donnie has some experience with those guys i mean i mean you play with chase and dane right yeah i mean they're great competitors i mean you see chase on the field dominating in every game basically defensively offensively sometimes and it's just like you know he's he's got it i mean basically i i love the coach for minnesota because he's not afraid to play some of the young players on that mm-hmm. team and so that showed in the later stretch of the tournament where you see you know jacory hayes if you know who that is he played at um he played in the academy but he played at wake forest mm-hmm. and he comes in first start scores you know first debut for minnesota scores that's like wow. you're playing young player you know they want to play you know some of these guys want to play and they'll do whatever they can and you know things happen for a reason so i I like the coach playing these young players, giving them time, making them grow, giving them confidence. And then as you see them probably throughout the later part of the season, I think Minnesota is going to do very well. But, you know, I don't want to be biased. I can't say too much because uh, I'm playing in this league. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, so I, I guess yeah, you, don't want to, you don't want to gain any haters that may possibly yeah, be listening yeah. to this podcast I know, I know. and be but going I'm, after Donnie. No, yeah, no hating. I'm, I'm saying because of the Terps, you know, the, just, you know, right. the Terps. There are, right. there are a lot of Maryland guys. That's why it makes it fun to watch the MLS. Don't, don't circle DC United. No, don't worry about that. Yeah. Oh, we got, we got DC United. We got it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, no. DC United's going to be um, – I, I think they're going to be um, – I, I mean, I know they kind of struggled in the um, in the tournament, but I think that they have a very good roster moving forward. I mean, Ariel is, Ariel is really good. Uh, Hamid is really, really good in goal. So, I think that – and they should play Donnie more, honestly, because he's just – he's a really, really good – he's a national champion defender. Like, 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 like play the man. He's six five. He holds it down. But I, I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, but like honestly speaking, I think that DC um, has a good team. I think they have a solid squad. I just think that they need to kind of put the pieces together because I know it's been it's been a struggle over the past few years. But I think that if they can put the pieces together, I think they can make a run. It just it's just how far they can make that run is the question. Because I mean, I mean, we've seen in other sports like teams have pieces like like the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have Deshaun Watson, and they had. Um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but like they couldn't, and they have JJ Watt, but they couldn't put the pieces together outside yeah. of that. 
So like, if you can get those, if you can get those players and then get complementary pieces around them, then you then you become a really good squad. I'm trying to think. I mean, it's kind of it's like the Chiefs. It's like you got Patrick Mahomes. He can do anything. Get the best receivers from these draft picks, fast receivers. Let him do the work. That is true. That is true. Uh, Cincinnati kind of came out of nowhere. Cincinnati was garbage last year, like yeah. really bad. <laughs> Yeah, we're playing them this Friday. I mean, that's crazy. I, oh my but, gosh. like, maybe they could be a sleeper team. Who knows? I mean, like, Cincinnati, yeah, no, they, they, could, they could turn things yeah. around. I'm trying to think of – I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other teams. Um, I'm not going to – Yeah, Canadian teams. Canadian teams. That's true. Canadian yeah, Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Toronto's not a sleeper. Yeah, no, no. no Toronto's, Toronto's not a sleeper. Toronto's Toronto's Toronto. Toronto. Mo- Mo- Montreal's Montreal. a sleeper. Montreal's a sleeper with Thierry Henry as their new hey, manager. Thierry Henry. Arsenal. No, no, he's not – no. Arsenal legend Thierry Henry did it right. <laughs> I always love Thierry Henry. Honestly, that guy was yeah. Like when I got first got into MLS, and he works because he's French. Was that? I said he works because he's French, and Montreal's like French, French Canadian. Yeah. So like, as much as I dislike Montreal for a lot of different reasons, uh, that that Mike 100 percent knows about. Um, uh, like yeah. he it, like it works there when you have someone when you have someone who's like like who can speak French and knows you know like knows what the people of the city speak and knows their vibe like that really helps out that that creates instant chemistry as much as I mean it seems like something small but that that like getting someone of that caliber Henri who was on the Arsenal Invincibles team who's won Premier League titles who's played everywhere around the world who's dominated in the MLS at, at one point with Red Bulls like mm-hmm. having a guy like that at the helm of your team really does a lot it it, it creates a lot of momentum I was uh, I was considering talking about San Jose but I don't want to get into trouble about talking about how Chris Wondolowski is uh, not that good but like you know yeah, it's uh, not it's not like he missed that six yard sitter against Belgium a wide open I mean, goal that, that was that was a while ago but he, he's oh, it's the, still uh, the top scorer in MLS history yeah I know but um, he I, I know but he, he they should have went to the quarters and, and, and San Jose's offense has been flying they were scoring so many goals. In yeah, I just, watch I, 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 just I just have my uh, I just have my qualms about Chris Wondolowski. <laughs> I know he's good in the MLS, but uh, he's never gonna get over that. No, he's never because oh, he's right in front of goal. Like, how do you miss that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know. I, I'm pissed off, but like he he is re- he has been really good with San Jose. So uh, I'm not going to discount that. It's just with the national team is a little bit of a different story. All right, let's get into the good stuff and let's talk about predictions. Oh, whoa. the Eastern <laughs> Conference. I want to hear everyone's who is going to end up the top top four out of the East. Not, and I don't mean like regular standing finish. I mean like come playoff time, who's going to be the last four standing uh, in the Eastern Conference? I'll go with Tom with what he is going to come up with. Sure. Uh, I think what you see a lot in the MLS is previous playoff experience goes a long way. Uh, they say MLS is the league that has a lot of parity, but it seems to be the same teams are always making it towards the end of the, the playoffs. So that means you're, you're going to have Toronto is going to be there. I think Columbus is also going to be there. They've had success uh, recently in the playoffs. Uh, you might also have the Philadelphia Union, I think, oh, can yeah. make it. Um, <laughs> they they have had not success in MLS playoffs, but in other tournament styles, uh, mm-hmm. like the MLS back tournament and also the U.S. Open over the, the past couple of years. And 
Um, I'm not sure about the fourth. You might uh, you might end up seeing Orlando there making it to the the conference semis. I guess I'll go next. Um, so uh, I, I'm I'm gonna appease Mike with this one. Um, so I have uh, in no particular order. I have Philadelphia because like when you have a good goalkeeper, you ride that goalkeeper. And Andre Blake is playing out of his mind right now, and he's so good. And I mean, even though he did have that rough game against Red Bulls in the playoffs last year, they righted the ship. Uh, they brought in Elsinio, who seems to be their spark off the bench, uh, and and are doing the thing. Uh, Aronson is is really really good uh, midfield in the wing. Um, uh, Bedoya is playing really well. Uh, Sergio Santos is playing really well up top. Um, so I see them doing. I, I see them, you know, going off of this success. I do think that Orlando City. I don't know if they're going to be top four, but I do have them like right off, like you know, like, like just outside of the top four. Um, I agree with Thomas. I also have Toronto and Columbus. Um, but I actually went with New York City here um, as as my as my fourth team in that, just because like they they've had the success before in the playoffs, and what Thomas was talking about with parity, I could see it as a possibility. I know they kind of, I know they snuck in to that to that to that round of 16 but I mean you know a season's different than a tournament and like a team can get hot like Orlando and a team can get hot like Cincinnati and get into that get into that round of 16 but I think uh, we've seen the success that 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 New York City has had uh, in the MLS over recent years I just kind of went with that but like honestly I could see I, I could see other teams uh, coming out of it um, I, I was I was contemplating putting Orlando City there but because of their non-playoff experience I was a little bit hesitant I don't even think think nycfc is going to make the playoffs this year oh i don't really? think they're going to do it no wow <laughs> i don't think they're going to do it wow it'll be interesting uh, <clears throat> obviously i'm an nycfc supporter but <laughs> to not be biased at all i think because for me like out of the tournament they were very inconsistent like i saw a small spurt of what looks comparative to how they could play last year especially that game against Toronto but that being said uh, they've also shown a lot of um, you know poor play I mean you know being uh, they only went one and two uh, in the group stage and you know it wasn't anything to be uh, excited about and especially as the standings will start I mean they'll be second to last just in front of Miami with no points right now uh, but, you know, again, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not so concerned with Chicago. I'm not too concerned with Nashville. New England, you know. Yeah, you don't, don't sleep on New England. No, I know. New England, I, I wanted New to England's say that, make, but, yeah. I mean, um, Cincinnati about will be interesting. Yeah, Cincinnati is an is another one interesting to see how they'll play, especially. Cincinnati's a really interesting team. Last year. Because they were garbage um, last year. Not good. But yeah, it was exactly. also their first season. So, like, but then again, like, it was their first season, but then, like, Atlanta United in their first season was yeah. really good. So, like, there's there's that there's that parity in other leagues where, like, yeah. we've seen expansion teams do well. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's going to be based on, like, how well everyone's going to be, be able to bounce back. Like, I mean, I think, I mean, I think soccer can be very highly because uh, I know when NYCFC gets on a roll, they, like, start getting into, like, a win streak. And, yeah. Um, you know, it, yeah, it's they're scary. Much- they're scary when they get on a roll momentum based and it'll be a lot i think based on if they can you know start strong out the gate uh and then just continue that because they'll be you know they got games 
like right up against each other. Right. Uh, and we'll see how they can handle the travel. And luckily, from a traveling perspective, I mean, most of the to start phase one, most of their games are at home, and they only have to go to New England and DC. So, tra- you know, not well, that that would have too much of. So, who's your top four then? All right, that is a great <laughs> question, Alex. My top four, I got to go with uh, my, not in no particular order again. I had to put Columbus in there. I think they're a very solid team. They are not to put too much uh, into the five games that we have because, um, you know, it's not much to go off of, but they are number one right now with uh, no losses. Uh, they looked very good. I, I did actually complete so long ago, but I was there for game one when they played NYCFC back in March. Uh, they looked like a very, they always, you know, and talking with their fans, they always seem to have a solid team uh, out of Columbus. Hey, wait, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie is, is, uh, is, is Alex still on their team or is he? No, he's, he's with uh, Birmingham Legion. Oh, he's in the USL now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, is it Krognolly or Krognolly? Or, or like, or Krognolly? <laughs> Uh, I say Krognolly. Okay. Yeah. So Alex uh, was was on Alex, there and then played for Columbus and is now in the USL Championship, right? Yeah. But his brother's on the same team. They're both playing on the same team, which is kind of oh, cool. they're both on Legion. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's cool. uh, Eli just got Team of the Week. So I was I texted him. I said congratulations. So they're both doing well though. But guys, I may have to get off because I gotta. I think I gotta get oh, nice. ready uh, to go home. Oh well. Well then, Donnie, why don't we get in all of your yeah. predictions first, since since you uh, since since you <sighs> head out in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I want to pass on this because I don't want to speak it into existence because <laughs> sometimes I have a tendency to do that. Uh, so uh, I, I may have to pass on this one, guys. I'm sorry. Well, well okay. I, I guess on, um, do you do you happen to have your top five if you have because because we might do that. Do you have your top five jerseys? Uh, Top five jerseys. Um, Yeah. Hold on. So the first one was, of course, a DC United jersey that uh, it was like a Volkswagen one. And so that was my favorite one. I, I wore it when I was in Academy and and it was just a good retro DC United lines on the side, white lines and Volkswagen, like a target, you know, like mm. you're a target yeah. right. on the other team. So um, I like that jersey. I liked the 2018 FC Dallas, I think, third kit they had. It was like um, a white and like it had an advocate on it and it was like white and blue. It was, was kind of cool. Um, so that was a cool one. And then the 2020 jerseys for New York Red Bulls, their black one is, is pretty sick. I love that one. Mm. Um, I think I, I think I used it in FIFA. I was like, dang, this is near Gredible. So I was like, dang, this is tough. So I used that one. And then when LAFC got into the league in 2018 or 2019, they, I, I love their jersey as well. So um, they're black one. Yeah, because the uh, because I was like, dang, they're sponsored by YouTube. That's sick. So um, YouTube I like their TV. YouTube TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I Donnie, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we yeah, really appreciate bro. having your perspective yeah. of someone who's in the MLS. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, is there is there like anything that you want to plug? Thanks for having me. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug in terms of like social media, anything like that? Oh God, uh, sorry. I mean, I mean, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. That's all I have. I don't have Twitter. Uh, Donnie CP23. And uh, yeah, if you want some, you know, defending defender help, you can, you know, DM me. I can you ask me questions. I'll I'll respond and uh, and stay safe out awesome. there. You know, yeah, stay safe. Donnie's a really we'll get through this. Yeah. Donnie's a really really good guy. Um, he's uh, he's always been he's been a great friend um, at Maryland, and he's done such good things, and it's been 
so awesome to see, you know, that progression from Maryland to now DC. So <laughs> thanks so much, man. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah of course. Thanks for right. coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know when everything's out and then you can like, you know, you can let everyone know about it. But yeah, uh, okay. it, it, it was, it was so nice to talk to you again. I'm sure that we'll probably, I mean, I mean, we talk on, uh, we, we talk all the time anyways, but um, uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck this, uh, uh, um, uh, with the restart against, against Cincinnati and, and best appreciate luck with it. the rest of the season. And thank you so much. Too. Appreciate it. Guys. Thank you. Stay safe. Thank man. you. Yep. All right. You two guys, you two guys take all care. Right, see you later. Peace. All right. See you, man. Stay safe. Alrighty. All right. So, so that was Donnie. Um, I, I know we had, he had to leave a little bit early, but we do press on with this. So Mike, uh, again, yes. finishing up your top four, who is, um, right. who did you so have? again, so like I said, I mentioned, uh, Columbus, I thought, you know, going off like the same, uh, you know, it seems like year to year, like you said, like the, what is the most common out of the last five MLS cup finals you ask? Well, see, it's like either Seattle or Portland's in there. So like, you know, we have like, you know, they're already two time champions and that, that was like in the last couple of years. So yeah, it seems like that, you know, these squads are, uh, keep coming to show their domination year after year. Uh, I think Columbus is one of those teams who has always had like a solid, uh, squad, uh, year to year. Uh, and they definitely looked, uh, very, uh, very good in person, especially right out the gate to start the season. I think that was, you know, a while ago at this point. But uh, I also did have Toronto in there, um, another another good team uh, out of Canada. Uh, and then uh, I was – so, you know, before the year, I would have had Atlanta. You know, before the year started, I probably would have had Atlanta in there. Having some looks at Atlanta and how they looked in the bubble, maybe they can, you know, totally change it and be a different team. But I did uh, swap them out uh, for the New York Red Bulls. I put them in there. Uh, and then I have um, – uh, so that's three. And then number four, I, I put in uh, the Philadelphia Union. There we go. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. To round that out, to round out the top four. It's a very good pick. I know you would. I know we picked each other's teams. It's funny. Yeah, but um, I mean, I, I I don't know why. Like I like I don't want to be biased about the union, but like Andre Blake is like stupid good right now. Yes, <laughs> he's done some he's things that I've like. He's done some things that I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I I don't want to be biased about that, but like I I just think that like especially in soccer, a really really good goalkeeper can carry you a long way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Western moving over, moving out to the West Coast. What are our top four Western teams? Who would like to go first? I'll go first. You go first. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go first. So, of course. Can Seattle. I guess? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a big shocker. Yeah, big shocker. Uh, Seattle's got almost the exact same team that they had last year with a few changes. Uh, the, the center back pairing is going to be a bit shaky, but I think they're going to get going towards the end of the season. And of course, going back in the season, Seattle's going to get Jao Paulo back and ready to go. So I think lots of scoring is coming for Seattle. Uh, other teams coming in. Tor- um, Portland. Portland's good. They continue to Portland's be Portland's really so, good. <laughs> yeah. They're going to make it far if uh, MLS is back showed anything. Oh, LAFC also. 
though. Uh, LAFC scored a lot in MLS's back, and they didn't even have Vela there. He didn't even show up to the bubble. So they have lots of options for scoring, and they also brought in Bradley Wright Phillips from Rebels this season. So now they have even. Is he going to be healthy, Vela? Like, like, did he, um, did he not play because he wasn't healthy? I think he opted out. Oh, he opted um, out. Okay. Yeah. But they're going to have lots of places where scoring is going to come. So they're going to be good. I don't know if they're going to make it all the way through the playoffs, but they, they've got a lot to prove after setting the record for MLS points last year and not making it to MLS Cup. And for my fourth one, I'm uh, a bit mixed between Minnesota United and Sporting Kansas City. I think both of those teams are good right now. I'm just not sure which one might like, come out on top from those. But Mi- Minnesota continues to be good. And I, uh, I like that Minnesota kept Adrian Heath throughout their entire time like 2017 2018 they weren't great but they stuck with ETH and it's paying off uh last year and and this year so mm-hmm. uh they're they're trending up yeah i have to agree with thomas in terms of my top four it's i i feel like it's a lot easier in the western conference to kind of predict that than in the eastern conference so obviously seattle and portland i mean portland won the mls's backup even though the union probably should have won that 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 semifinal against them but sergio santos decided that he was going to come up and take the pen uh which don't understand why he did that considering that he's never taken a pen in a competitive game like that before but like another story for another day Uh, sorry, no COVID. And then I, I went, I went with LAFC having have, having Vela back. Um, the dude's just insane. The dude was insane last year, so I'm expecting kind of the same thing. Uh, oh wait, did that go through? He does come back. What? If he does come back, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. if he's actually coming back or not. But if he does come back, that's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. He he was really good last year, and it's the same thing should happen this year. Um, and then I ended up going with Sporting KC. I could see Minnesota also, do, um, uh, you know, slotting in that position. But Sporting KC has been a good team for a while um uh, really really good fan base um i know that obviously depending on what happens if they can actually get people uh into games that'll help out especially in the blue hell um at children's i think it was a children's mercy park is that what it's called something like that but yeah uh i think that they they they've been consistently good i they in my opinion they don't have what it takes to win just because i think that that top three is just is just too overpowered the, but i think you could see a team like san jose uh for as much as i don't like chris wondolowski um you could see a team like sporting kansas city or you could see team like minnesota slot into that four i feel like that's a definitely a lot more up for grabs oh cool um for mine i mean like i kind of alluded to uh mentioning seattle and portland they're definitely both in there um i have as uh the common favorite it seems to be this year lafc i had to have them up there now the fourth I was, you know, fourth is tough. I think that's like the main uh, slot that's going to be fairly open and among that can be up for grabs for multiple teams. Uh, But I did end up uh, selecting uh, Sporting Kansas City. Uh, I think so far they looked uh, fairly decent. um, And uh, I decided I had to go with them. Uh, But uh, so that's our top four. We have our top four. What about our, what's going to, who, is going to be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals, Alex. Um, so I, I, I'm not trying to be biased, but like totally went biased here, and that's fine. Um, I went, I went Philly and Toronto. I, I think that Toronto still, I, I think that Toronto still is a very solid team. Um, and obviously, I mean, I've been, I've been hyping up the Union this entire damn time. Uh, and also, the Union have the best goal song in 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 soccer. So like, uh, it doesn't really help out that much. It's just more of kind of like a, it's fun for me. But yeah, so uh, I have. But I have I have Philly and Toronto. Okay. What about you, Tom? Toronto and Columbus. Toronto and Columbus. I like that. It's a good matchup. Solid, solid, solid. 
Yep. Um, Got to get a ketchup mustard match going. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking my language right there. <laughs> then uh, for me, I'm going to go with, I had Columbus in there. And just to make it interesting, playing the New York Red Bulls. Okay. I liked how, uh, we, I, I liked how we all had different matchups. Yeah, you got to keep it fresh. Got to keep it you gotta fresh. Pick something that you, you know you may see something this year you've never seen before. That's true. All right, out of the West, who are our Western con- – what's our Western Conference final matchup? Okay. Um, Thomas, you go first. <laughs> uh, I think it would be fun to see uh, Cascadia Cup in <laughs> the conference final. A good Seattle-Portland matchup. Uh, even though Seattle hasn't been great against Portland in the playoffs, I think it would be fun. It would be even better watching Seattle beat Portland to make it to MLS Cup. Um, but, I mean – you know, maybe you could throw someone fun in there like San Jose might make it. I was I was struggling with this because I was like, I I had Portland in and then I was struggling between Seattle and LAFC because if because because of what Thomas was talking about, if Seattle plays Portland in the playoffs, some stuff might happen. I, I changed it at the last minute. I went I also went Seattle Portland. But I could see Seattle LAFC. I could see Portland LAFC. Like I could see all three of those matchups happening. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, Portland LAFC uh, in there. Uh, um, so moving right along. Before I do that, just to uh, give a uh, update, uh, Toronto is beating Vancouver three nothing in the eighty third minute right now. Uh, Good team. Again, great team in Toronto over there. And a pretty, uh, you know, they're they're gonna feast in that Boston Canada in that Canada. The bubble, they're gonna feast there. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Wait, are they doing a bubble uh, in Canada? All of the teams are playing in. No, one... it's not. It's not a bubble, but it's not a bubble. The three but... Canadian teams are playing each other, and no one yeah. else, because you can't have American. Teams oh really? Teams. That's so yeah. funny. I love it because of the the Canadian quarantine regulations. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's the reason. They're, already, they're playing again Friday night too. Yeah, same matchup. Yeah, so, that's so are these matchups the regular game. season, or or are these just like friendlies? Regular season's already back. We're we're in the third game of the regular season. Oh, uh, so yeah. oh. So the Nashville Dallas game was a regular season game. I just thought that those was those two are regular season games. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a friendly. No. Wow, no, no. I feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's the reason why the Blue Jays are currently playing in Buffalo. Yes. What a weird, what a exactly. weird vibe. They they should like people up on like on like light pole stands trying to watch the game in because there's no stands in the outfield. It's just like it's such a weird vibe. Not a fan of it, but like, are you able to see it much? I, I'm assuming that you are, but who knows? Um, oh, yeah. I need to give. I need to give my. I need to get. Oh wait, have we haven't done MLS Cup yet, have we? No, we haven't. Uh, we about to yeah, do I had LAFC Portland uh, in the West. Uh, how about yeah? We're gonna move along with our MLS Cup 2020 prediction. Corona season. So so uh, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do winner or just matchup and then win? Like like matchup and then. And you can do – we'll do both, like matchup and winner. Okay, okay, so, okay so we'll do them in the same time? All right. Yeah. All right. I went biased as hell, but like, <laughs> so I have I have Philly and Seattle. I it was it was Philly and LAFC because I want to see LAFC. Like like I I'm giving them it because I want to see if they can actually make it. Like like 
Like in the in the back of my mind, they clearly have the firepower. We've seen it. They have the firepower to do some crazy things. But that doesn't mean that like that always results in wins. So I want to see if they can actually do that. So right now I have so I have Philly and Seattle. Uh, it, it was it was Philly LAFC. I agree. Seattle's a really freaking good team. They're just consistently yeah. good. I don't know. They built something. All those teams. All those all those three teams. Seattle. Uh, Drew, Drew LAFC, Carey. Drew Portland. Carey and the uh, and the dude from uh the the microsoft guy paul allen i think that's the name is they built a good thing up in seattle it's a okay. it's a really good thing up in seattle um, oh yeah yeah russell russell wilson loves his seattle sounder games he does love this yo him and ciara or sierra oh yeah beautiful yeah. family beautiful family and the power uh, couple of seattle other than um uh megan rapino and sue bird <laughs> and, and, and the two power couples of seattle Russell Wilson. Worship, worship the women. Honestly, though, but They're like also Sue Bird and Megan. Players. But like Sue Bird and no, Sue Bird isn't a soccer player. She's a basketball player. Megan yeah. Rapinoe is a soccer player. I mean, well, you know, I was referring to Rapinoe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But also, yes. Sue Bird's just a god. Goddess. Well, I don't think I don't think Rapinoe has ownership in the in the Sounders like Russell Wilson does. So. Yeah. No, no. Not quite as powerful. So, no, no. so I I'm gonna so here's what I'm gonna do. So I don't. I don't want to pick the union because they don't they don't have it yet. If you just, if you think they're gonna win, you pick them. No, I I, 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 I agree I with that. I don't think they, they have it yet either. I, I don't think they have it, but I think that they can make it. Like I think that they can make a run, but not win. So I'm gonna I, I'm I, I'm gonna be like like I was biased, but then I'm also gonna be like 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 parody exists thing. You know, like you know, like picking the Patriots every year. I'm picking Seattle to win. I was solid choice. Solid yeah, choice. Yeah, I think I think you can't go wrong with Seattle. Seattle just like I said, they got a good thing going up there. They they've built they've yeah. built. It's it's a machine. Mm-hmm. It's just a nonstop machine ever since they won that first MLS Cup a couple of years ago. What was it? Pens against Toronto in Toronto. It was crazy. Time. Yes. Yeah. yeah crazy yeah. time. Five four on Pens after after no shots on target for the entire. Yeah, it was 120 a, minutes. It was so weird. <laughs> Such a weird game, but yeah. So I, I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna go with Seattle, and I I think that that's a, I think that's a solid pick. I'm going with uh, so like I said, I had Columbus in there. I'm very high on Columbus. I gotta go with I'm gonna go with Columbus, and you know I'm gonna switch it up. This is gonna be this is gonna be a new year. New so year. I gotta go. I I can't go with Portland or Seattle. I gotta go somewhere new. I'm gonna go with LAFC. Ooh. Favorites. I love, you know, another talking about Thierry Henry, Bradley Wright Phillips, another great guy in New York. I got to go with LASC as your 2020 MLS champs. The coronavirus champs. Columbus crew. Yes, the coronavirus champs. Wow. Uh, to change to change the tide out over in the Western Conference and get some new competition in there. Man, man, my pick's boring now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like someone else is going to pick the same thing, but I may I'm, be wrong, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Tom. Do we go? You, I don't think so. I, I haven't no. gone yet. All right. I'm going to go oh, with – I'm going with Sounders Toronto again the fourth time. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> There's no reason why it can't be that, oh. and there's no reason why it shouldn't be that. Oh, it's, uh, it's it's so it's so good just having the same teams just show up again. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you, know, you, you might think that this is this is Toronto's year to take it back. Uh, it, it might be Toronto's year to take it back, just like they did in 2017, winning it after the loss in 2016. But I got to go with Seattle, back-to-back <laughs> champions. <laughs> and I should have went with some, like, uh, out of the boxing. Like, like, I like, almost could have predicted that. Minnesota, Orlando City. Just, like, some weird MLS final. Just I mean, it could be. There's eight. Teams. Anybody hey, can make it. Anyone could make it to the final, but it will be Sounders <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> I do want to say, I do want to say, Donnie's not here right now, but like, I'm being dead serious. Like, DC United's a sneaky team. If they put the pieces together, I think that they have a good team. Uh-huh. I, mean, also, yeah. I also want to say, shout out Audi Field. Audi Field's a great vibe. Shout out and shout out the DC Defenders. Me going to the first ever game in the new XFL. Game was absolutely yeah. lit. Like, oh and man. The XFL is coming back. What's our. Dude, XFL vibes. <laughs> Uh, what? XFL's I, coming back? Yes. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, yo, is. hey, The it Rock. Did. Rock's bringing it back. Yeah, he's bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. DC I will mean, uh, rise again. So the DC defenders are coming back. I mean, it, this this year is supposed to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of, of MLS and who won the first MLS Cup, DC United. So they, <laughs> they, they could do a, a, a 25th that, anniversary celebration. That is true. And they and they and don't they have all four trophies inside Along of the team the store? XFL. Now coming back. Yeah, yes, they did have the trophies in the team story. That would that was pretty cool to see. <laughs> uh, yes. Good vibes. All right, all right. Top five. Yes, it is time for your favorite segment. It is top five, and to go along with our theme, I know we did jerseys in the past, but we focused on the major four sports. Now we're going to focus on strictly MLS soccer jerseys. Uh, our top five all-time favorite jerseys. We'll wear them whether we're a fan of the team or not because they just look very well, very good. Alex, I'll give the floor to you to start off your top okay. five jerseys. All go right. Ahead. So mine are going to be interesting. I don't know how y'all are going to feel about them, but but we're going to go with it. Uh, number five, I went with the OG San Jose Clash 96 kit. Uh, I, I like the old kits because the old oh. kits are weird. <laughs> the old kits are weird, but I love them, which, is, which leads into my number four kit, which is the old Tampa Bay Mutiny kit. So like, so like the OG kit that they had when Valderrama was there. Oh, oh, just it's 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 ugly, but I think I like ugly. I don't know why. Like I think that like weird is cool to me. Number three, I went with the I think it's the uh, Houston Dynamo, uh, their secondary kit in 2018 that had it, it was like it kind of looked like the Astros old jerseys and, and kind of like the new vibe that they uh, had yeah. with like the uh, 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 yeah, tequila sun sunset Chevron. Yeah. That one? Yeah, I, I, I like that kit. I think that kit's really fresh, and then the black on it makes it look really good. Um, number two, I'm going to appease Thomas on this one. So I went with a Sounders kit. It's not the black kit because I don't really like the black kit. It was the 2016 Pacific. Sec- Pacific? It was a Pacific blue? Yeah, it was the Pacific blue Pacific kit. Blue. Oh, yeah. Those are so nice. Those are those are in those are so nice. Oh my god, they they hit it out of the park with that one. Like all the shades of blue, just and then like the pattern on the front just popped. Ooh, so nice. But it's not my number one because my number one, I decided to go with with not not the most current kit, but Atlanta United's home kit in 2017. The five, uh, uh, I think it was they had the five stripes, so the black uh, uh, the black and red. 
pops really nice. The um, uh, the American Family Insurance logo looks really good in the gold. Uh, I like the um, I like the logo where it's placed. I actually like how the three stripes are or how they were. I I don't. It doesn't like. I think that like what they're doing now with like the new kits and the three stripes on the shoulder instead of like all the way down. I actually like the all the way down one better. But I just think that 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 Atlantic kit looked really fresh from the start. Obviously, they were really good, so it helped out with that. But I just I I really think that that kit's right. I think that might, in my opinion, it's the best all time. I don't know if if you guys agree, but that's that was my top five. Pretty good. Right? Nice, nice, solid top five. I guess I'll go. I'll. Uh, I have at number five. I had to no bias at all. I really uh like i did like the gotham kit for nycfc um i thought it looked really nice uh, on the field it's definitely something different um it looked in my opinion pretty good uh, very good on the field uh number four uh i was gonna go with the lafc black um i do like i do like the black jerseys i think they are uh, very sleek i think it's just black's just you know a classic look i like uh, the youtube tv logo too. in it what i said i like the youtube tv logo in it i know that's yeah, like that cliche, nice. but I, I i do like that yeah yeah number three uh i was gonna go with the uh, minnesota united um with uh like the wings kind of like intersecting Ooh, and then okay the I know what you're about. yeah 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 that's a good look um, you know i'm a pilot so that looks cool to me uh <laughs> so i had to definitely put that on the list um uh number two uh i went with uh don like uh donnie mentioned earlier the new york red bulls new black jerseys uh again i really like those black jerseys and especially and theirs looks really definitely really good i thought theirs was one of uh uh, the best uh, to come out of this year, especially. Uh, and number, uh, what was that, two? And number one, I picked that Pacific Blue at Seattle Saunders look. It's so nice. Um, I thought that just, it looks it's, like. It's such a I good do, jersey. I love the, I, I love the, like, standard green look. Uh, but that Pacific Blue just it pops sets a new so level. Nice. It's so it, nice. It's such a beautiful look. They incorporated um, every color of blue that they could, and like exactly, it blue's my favorite color, color, so that might be a little bit more bias on it. But uh, very, no, it's a really, it's a really good look. Very nice, very nice uniform. Uh, but Tom, you can go ahead with your uh, top five. Yeah, so I've got top five current MLS jerseys, and then all <laughs> top five uh, all time. My top five current is probably a better ranking than my all time one. As you know, no, that's fine. You can it's, do both. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of time to look at all of them. So, no, I know. So, top five current, I have not really in any particular order. The Columbus Crew home jersey, the yellow. Uh, I think it's a really good yellow jersey. And with Nashville coming in to the league uh, this year and also being yellow, it just makes Columbus's look so much better because I don't really like Nashville's yellow. Um, <laughs> Portland's home right now are great. Uh, the dark green with the rings on it kind of like the rings of like a tree and then the the gold highlights are great sounders nightfall jersey i love that one uh the black and the pink gradient going down the side is fantastic and i think it looks better than anything black and pink that inter miami have put out and then i also have the impacts away right now uh the gray and the black i think that one's really nice and then i'm i'm not the biggest fan of the template that adidas is put out for this season uh where every single team has the the same template uh i don't like the collar i don't particularly like the street sleeves and i don't like the placement of the three stripes on the shoulder but i think the dc united home jersey i think the template was made specifically for those jerseys because they are oh the best 
Oh. Out of all of them. Oh man, the Laidos looks or Lidos, right? Lidos, Lidos. It looks yeah. it it pops really nice. It looks right. And oh, the so the red shorts with the black jersey are fantastic. And it, it really does harken back to the original jersey that DC United had when they came into the league. I do and agree. Oh, oh man, the red started, which was it's segmenting into all time. DC United's first jersey when they came into the league. The black, red shorts, and the three white stripes going across the chest is fantastic. Also, Atlanta's home, first one. Uh, like Alex said, uh, the five stripes is great. Yeah, and there's too many stripes on it now. Too many stripes on it now and also uh, having the Adidas three stripes in gold works so much better than having it in red like they currently do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Three. And then you also got Vancouver's uh, Sea to Sky jersey which was the blue jersey that went dark blue on the bottom and had a gradient all the way up to, to light blue and it wasn't just like a straight gradient up there was weird wavy patterns all the way around but i just liked all of the different shades of blue that was in it and then also sounders home 2014 which is great love the rave green love the sounders blue and that was the one that had the small detail where if you looked close enough you could see the space needle running up in the jersey uh, and that was fantastic and number one my favorite jersey i own it sounders pacific blue jersey we, we all love the pacific oh, blue. it's, it's so so, <laughs> it's so good. The, the one thing I'm upset about when I bought mine is I bought it before they won MLS Cup, so mine doesn't have the star in it. But but still, it's I love it. It's 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 awesome. So good. But I think <laughs> I think that's it, right? We've we've covered everything. Yeah, that is it. I mean, we can. Should we do the "Where the heck is Mike Lynch?" segment? Yeah, yeah. Where the heck yeah. are you, Mike? <laughs> I know Tom. Tom is not gonna understand this. Is gonna be uh, like what the he heck travels. Is this? Yeah, so it was just started uh this segment last week. I figured I guess we should continue it, see if it sticks. Yeah, you were uh, in Tampa. <laughs> you were in Florida recently. <laughs> you went to Universal. Yes, I was just in Tampa. Where was I where I was reporting from yeah, I was in San Antonio for the last show. Uh yeah, I did go to Tampa. And, that was fun. And then you went um, to Universal. What the hell was that? Yeah, no, it was fun. I was socially distant. Was there anyone there? Like, 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 how? Yes, was it? it was. It was pretty crowded. More than so than I would have expected for uh, a coronavirus going around. Apparently, but, in the last quarter, they made eighty-seven million dollars. Like, like that doesn't. I mean, that yeah. sounds like a lot, but they made like one point eight billion like last year in the same quarter. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. And they are. They are yeah. just man, man, man. The cornea virus is just killing people, literally. It's, and companies. It is. It is. Is companies, people, everyone. Not just, not good vibes. Not good vibes. So let's get a vaccine as quick as Where are as you we at? You're, you're at your grant? Uh, I am in my usual base, New Jersey, which is interesting. So we're all interesting in New Jersey. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're all in the great garden state. Shut up, Bon Jovi. Um, so no, uh, yeah. Bruce so Springsteen. This, this oh yeah, Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi. Oh. Gaslight yeah, Anthem. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Shaq. Fountains of Wayne. Awesome oh, stuff. Of Wayne. Awesome stuff. All right. Great show, guys. And that's it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I think, that is it. So, uh, um, yeah, so that's it for our for our 2020 MLS preview. Thanks so much for Donnie for coming on. I know he couldn't stay on because he's got a lot of things going on. I mean, obviously, when you're playing in the MLS, there's a lot of things going on. Thanks so much to Thomas for coming on the entire time and giving us um, uh, a lot of wisdom when it comes to the Sounders. And I'm, and I'm assuming that they're going to be 
just as good this year as they will last year. God, I hope they don't play Toronto in the final if they get to the final. Oh, I'm so ready for it. Oh, I that's that's going to be like that's going to be like a poor man's uh Golden just State Just like Cavs, Cavs Warriors. Yeah, I was going to say that's a poor uh, man's Golden State Cavs, but uh yeah. but yeah, Look, they so, gave a one year break. Yeah, that's true. Uh but uh, uh, Thomas, where can people find you if you have anything? Do you have any social media? I do. I have Facebook. I don't do anything with it though. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, but but uh, Thomas is he's a really he's he's a great sports fan. He's a really really big fan of MLS. Um, he, he's a great person to talk to for this. We're both commiserating about the fact that we couldn't go to Greensboro and get cookout for the tournament. Um, uh, because you know because COVID hit. Sad times, but 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 we will we will. Did you, Maryland. Did you just, met, did you just mention Greensboro as a Greensboro, North Carolina? Of course I did. Dude, that's where Mellon was going to go for the tournament. Before, yeah, believe it or not, tournament. I had to fly there tomorrow. Why? <laughs> Why do you have to... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because uh, High Point's there, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. High Point University. Don't, don't, go to, don't go to Cookout and just show me up. No, I don't... <laughs> I don't think there is any cookout happening. Yeah, there is. I looked it up. There's a there's a cookout in Greensboro that I looked up and I was like, I don't care how I'm gonna get to this. I'm gonna get to the cookout and I'm gonna have cookout. Where else can you get corn dogs as a side? (laughs) That's a a good vibe. (laughs) I want a hamburger with a side of corn dog. Honestly, cookouts a vibe. Um, but I think on that, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to follow us uh, on Twitter at SportsLuck1. Uh, make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, I know hopefully Donnie's going to be able to post this stuff um, on his Instagram, so check him out. Um, he already talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, but thank you so much, guys, for um, for tuning in again. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, please wear a mask, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.